92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage Bubbles popping up Before you know where Just rubbing up Cause we'll be pushing it up Somebody say You Tuesday. Shout out to the uh, Memphis uh, women basketball team, which uh, rolled to victory last night. Absolutely rolled to victory last night, and now we'll be advancing into the uh, to the uh, round of 16 in the women's NIT to play Thursday at Bowling Green. So that is that is cool. Did you see the stat, by the way, that? Memphis is one of four schools. This is a little tricky because postseason is is uh, is is defined, broadly defined. Broadly defined, one of four schools. I don't know which the others would be to reach the postseason in football. That happened, right? Yes. Which was their bowl again? Uh, they played in the first responders bowl. Where was it? It was at SMU. It was in Dallas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. How quickly we forget. Well, you they, did. They were they, they, well, quickly. I forget. That's true of my, many things. Uh, so, uh, uh, postseason football, men's basketball. I just witnessed that myself. Uh, women's basketball, men's soccer, and women's soccer. That's pretty impressive. So One when of you add men, schools, when you add men's football, soccer, men's it really limits women's it. basketball, men's soccer, and women's soccer, because not everybody has men's correct. Yeah, well, there you go. So uh, ACC schools are usually usually a pretty good guess. So shout out to uh, the University of Memphis for that uh, that accomplishment. Anyway, today on the radio show, we have Chris Harrington at ten o'clock uh, as we uh, do every single day. Chris with a with a tweet. He's already he's already come with a come with a tweet uh, this morning, and uh, I will share it with you. Uh, and it has to do with your Memphis Grizzlies, despite playing. Without John Morant and Brandon Clark in nine of the ten last games, and Stephen Adams in all ten. So no Steve-O in all ten. No Brandon Clark in nine of them. No John Morant in nine of them. The Grizzlies have a better record over their past ten games than the Nuggets, the Suns, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Mavs, and the Wolves. Take that for data. That, that is data. That is data. How about that? Um, that is, I, I don't think we would have guessed that. I would not have predicted that. Would you have predicted that? I would not have. And again, looking at my predictions, if you're looking at my bracket over at the Daily Memphian, you'll see I'm not a very good predictor. So uh, anyway, uh, Chris Herndon is going to join us straight up at 10 o'clock. And then it is Tuesday. So fish on Friday. On Tuesday, I know you're all excited about what the Fed's going to do today. And so uh, that's going to be important to get into. Also, He's got something about happy marriages and happy countries. Uh, so a happy state, I guess, and happy countries. And so uh, happiness is the watchword for today. Chris Harrington, then Fish on Friday. On Tuesday, it is the Jeff Calkins Show. On a Tuesday, we begin, however, with the Memphis Grizzlies, the aforementioned Memphis Grizzlies, who, as part of those wins in the last 10, did defeat the Dallas Mavericks last night 
112 to 108. And hell, let's before we do anything else, let's just get some highlights. Jim Jackson Jr. It is amazing to think back to the start of this year uh, when, when, when A, injury, and then there were still skeptics. And he comes out last night, another 28 points, despite an interesting foul, uh, a collection of fouls last night. But let's start with uh, Jaron inside. Brooks, high left post for Jackson, working on Powell in the lane, turn around, right-handed hook is good. They go right into the interior. I like the patience because Jackson had a wide open three. Kleba had switched out to Jones, and Kyrie Irving stayed with him, but Jackson elected to get the look in the lane, and he gets the bucket. Unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Here's more Jaron. Bain gets it from Jones to the right sideline. Brooks, three on the way is no good. Follow jam by Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, my. Went high and grabbed it with a left hand, threw it down. Well, one of the things we talked about, passing up good shots for great shots, good swing by Des Bain, wide open look for Dylan. Did I mention unstoppable? Here's more Jaron. Jones around a Jackson screen. Gives it to Jaron left wing. He'll drive it in and cleave it to the window. Lay it up with the left hand. Missed it. Got his own miss. Puts it up and in with the left hand. Boy, Jaron Jackson Jr. is just attacking the lane mm -hmm. relentlessly. He's got six of the eight Grizzly points all in the painted area. His, his night would be an adventure at, uh, uh, from there going forward as he got there. An entertaining story. An entertaining story, yeah. Uh, success is not linear. Mm -hmm. he, got a, he got a tech. He got a flagrant. Yep. And he got a double foul. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also had 28 points. It was, uh, it was a bingo but, card. But I think, I think, uh, I don't know. Though this is this is not the Santi Aldama game, but it was a all-time uh, scoring high for him, 22 and 14. Here's a little Santi. Tillman feeds for a cutting Desmond Bain. Bain into the right corner for Aldama. Open three to tie. Ring it up. Put three on the board. Hanging in the air. Bain finds Santi Aldama for the game tying triple, and we're tied at 37 with 8:19 remaining in the first. Coming into the season, if I had asked you, you're starting a franchise. You got Santi Aldama, Zaire Williams. Who you taking? I think you're probably taking Zaire. Weren't I you? still think of yes, right? At the beginning of the year. Yeah, no now longer. the question is, no how would you have felt after a month? Right. Uh. uh here's some Della. Brooks, a wide open left wing three over Bertans. Ring it up. Put three on the board. 52-49, Brooks saw the opening, takes the three, buries it. He's got seven in the first half. 52-49, Mavericks by three. Ah, here's more Dylan. Jackson out to Tillman. Tillman hands it off Brooks. Brooks behind the Tillman screen, drives in the lane, jams with the left hand at Kleba, and he'll get a look over at the Mavericks bench. Just, just play. Uh, I love Elliot. Just play. Just play. Number 18, by the Number way. Number 18 mm -hmm. for Dylan, and uh, that means he will uh, be suspended. What happens in the NBA, in case you're not familiar? You get 16. Yep. You get 16, and then you get you, 15 free you get 15 free ones. Yes. 16, you're suspended, and then every two after that, yep. you have to take you get a, a free. seat. And so you get one free, and then you got to take a seat. And so it appears he will not be playing Wednesday against the Houston Rockets. Taylor Jenkins asked about it, asked about the possibility that the NBA might rescind the tech. He said, we'll see, but this might be a hard one to get back. So uh, a little burst of candor there from mm -hmm. Taylor Jenkins. He was, uh, what he was doing was pantomiming pom-poms. Yes. He was indicating to Theo Pinson that he is best as a cheerleader. Yes. Not he missed as his calling. A player. Let Some people would call that Jeff career advice. That's exactly that's it. He was just help being helpful. He was just being there you go. Make that argument. Make that argument. Uh, anyway, onward we go. Uh, and what was interesting in this game was that uh, well, first of all, who the hell knows what's happening? Like in the in the West, it's good they win, right? Yep. But when you beat a team when you don't have Ja and you, and they don't have Luca, right? Do we we have no idea if in four weeks, three weeks, whatever the hell it is, the playoffs start. If this is the matchup, that like what we saw last night does not resemble at all. It no, is all, just you can make the argument all three games that we've seen in the last month. It is just bizarre that we are in 
jockeying for playoff. By the way, the Grizzlies back in second. Yep. Uh, we are back. Shout in, out the Jazz. Shout out to the Utah Jazz. Played zone practically that whole game and uh, and and defeated the Sacramento Kings. Anyway, we're in what normally would be jockeying for playoff position, and because of injury, really, it just feels like preseason. Like, oh, you got some of your good players, right. and I got some of my good players, and. But whether this is has any resemblance whatsoever to what we would be seeing um, if this is playoff basketball is impossible. It's just a bizarre. Like, it's better to win than lose. There's no question. Sure. And it is better to have gotten their groove back. It's really fun to see what yeah. has happened with this group in the absence of Brandon Clark and in the absence of Steven Adams and in the absence of John Morant. But... I don't know what Memphis versus Dallas would look like with I mean, Luka, but it wouldn't look like it looked last night. I mean, to your point, your eyes tell you that the Grizzlies are playing better, but are we sure that it's just not the right. competition? Uh, anyway, so so and 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 to that point, the key group for the Grizzlies as they made their big fourth quarter comeback was this group: Tyus Jones. Luke Kennard, John Conchar, David Roddy, and Santi Aldama. Of course. Now that is not, the, and they, they were magnificent, scrappy. They, they, they held Dallas to 12 points in the fourth quarter. Jeff, they turned the water off. They turned the water mm-hmm. off. But do I really think that group is going to be is being carrying the, the Grizzlies to playoff victories? What is no? What is no? I mean, I, I'm, I don't mean to diminish their effort because it was extraordinary, but it is fascinating to think what what will the playoffs look like because they're not going to look like this. I mean, I um, will say I think the one positive when you compare them to Dallas, yes, you have the Stephen Adams injury question, but you know you're getting job back. Yes. Oh, oh and with them, like yes, Luca is expected to return, but it's already I feel like going longer than people have thought now. To your point, maybe they're just saying we're sitting him down to the playoffs. Well, let's let's uh, let's admire the work and appreciate the work of the scrappy group. Uh, starting with uh, here's two from Santi. Brooks into the lane, little running floater, too strong. Aldama the follow jam right there. So that's how you get right back to it. 80 to 71. Grizzlies down nine after the Aldama at, follow. At this point, you can tell Eric's not that excited because they're just. just beginning Vibes there. were not great. They're just kind of, oh, that's, that's how you get back in it. Right. But this will pick up momentum, as you will see. Uh, here's a little more. Here's a little more Santi. Bain bounces left block. Aldama cuts through. Aldama turns baseline. Pump fakes at Kleba. Shoulders in. Turn around. Right-handed hook is good. Aldama with the bucket. He's got 10 and 9 rebounds now. And 450 remain in the third. Uh, John Kunchar with a 3. Roddy will drive in at Bertans. Back to Conchar. Left corner, step back three, ring it up. Put three on the board. John Conchar hits the three and six straight for the Grizz on back-to-back triples. Maybe, maybe. Uh, David Roddy. Roddy thought about a three, driving it in at Bertans. Gets into the paint, missed the layup, got his own miss. Powers it up on the window and in. Eight straight for the Grizz. They've cut the lead to eight, 96-88. I, I bet this is the one where you really start to, where, where Eric is starting to believe. Here's Santi. Jones to the top Thank for Aldama. Tees up a three. Ring it up. Put three on the board. Five-point game, 96-91. Like I said, this team won't let go of the rope, and they like have gone said. on an 11-0 run, dating back to the last shot of the third and the and first the eight year of the fourth. Crowd is into it. The scrappy group is getting people fired up. Here's on Aldama with a, uh, with a tap. Roddy spins in the paint. Turn around, left-handed hook, no good. Aldama taps it home. The fans back in this one, 99-93. Roddy keeping it alive. Aldama with the double-double now with 18 and 11. David Roddy. Here's David Roddy. Roddy into the front court, drives at Bullock, hangs, scoops, scores. Oh, tremendous body control by David Roddy attacking the right side of the window. Roddy the body. It is amazing. The transformation Mm -hmm. in everything, in the electricity in Eric's voice, in the electricity in the crowd, you can hear something's happening. We got the paddles out. And here, uh, we'll go Luke Kennard with a three and then Luke Kennard with a layup. Aldama gets it, gives for Conchar. Eight on the shot clock. Left wing feed Kennard. He'll tee up a three. Front iron up and in. Oh, the shooter's touch for Luke Kennard. Ring it up. Put three on the board. We got a one-point game. 
Kennard against Hardy. Kennard to his right. Drives it in at Green. Gets bumped. Gets to the window. Lays it up and in. Luke Kennard takes it to the rack. Cuts the lead to one once again. He's got 10. Uh, they did ultimately bring the starters back. Yep. Uh, Jaron, who had, had to sit down after his double foul, mm-hmm. uh, he came back. Uh, Des didn't <laughs> he have... tried to take the tip. It was a jump ball. He tried to take right, the right. tip, and they're like, "No, no, no!" Over um, here. And uh, and uh, and here's uh, and here's uh, here's Desmond. Bain catches from Jones into the lane of Kleba, running left hand hook off the window is good. Desmond Bain never stopped going towards the rim. He gets the bank off the window, and the Grizzlies lead by three. Timeout, Dallas. Chris win, Chris win, Chris win. 1-12 to 108 over the Dallas Mavericks. Um, other themes of the night. Um, you had uh, Kyrie and Dylan. You had Kyrie and Dylan. What a show. What, what, a, what, a, what a show. Do we love Dylan now? Do we, are we back to loving Dylan? It does feel like one of the good things that has happened during this stretch. I mean, how, how long ago that was... He was getting booed in Memphis. Uh, wasn't it right? It was either right before the trade deadline or right after. I want to say it was, it was right, right before. After. No, it was right before because he said, I don't care if this is the last game I yeah. play here, basically. And uh, and he is absolutely playing with an edge. And, yes, it cost him a game against Houston. Um, if you're going to miss a game. It's a pretty good one to miss. Like, maybe this is maybe he's just being strategic. I Maybe. You know what it is? He only gets technicals when he he wants to get techs. No question. Yeah. He's showing leadership. He's showing leadership here. Allowing the other guys to get some minutes and develop. I think that's exactly right. Uh, He he was assigned to Kyrie last night. Kyrie did have 28, but no assists, and he was 0 of 8 in the fourth. Now, he left in a walking boot. Uh, uh, He got tangled up with Dylan and, and injured his foot. And he said later, he said, I, I would have been angry, but Dylan did not do that on purpose. Right. And so um, it was funny, though. Dylan evidently loves Kyrie. Like he had his jersey in the locker room afterwards because he went up to Kyrie and asked to swap jerseys. And Kyrie, and this was perfect, said, you can have mine. I don't need yours. Mm-hmm. And Dylan is like. Not put off by that. Like, no. You would think someone say, what? If you don't want my eyes, screw it then. But mm-hmm. no, Dylan's just like happy to get Kyrie's jersey. And uh, and so he is Kyrie's. And Kyrie says, yeah, I got no need for a Dylan Brooks jersey. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, so that was entertaining. I, I it Honestly, because he is playing with such fire, and I don't just mean playing with fire in the getting technicals, but I mean playing in a fiery fashion. Passion. Uh, and that seems to be what he needs. And the next opponent is Houston. I, it seemed to me to be strategic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't. I actually you don't want to lose that edge. I don't. I don't want. If you're gonna have mm-hmm. the. If you're gonna miss a game, by the way, not a bad one to miss. We're gonna have other things to think about in that game. I'll get to those in just a moment. And so there you go. He did then go on and sing the praises of Kyrie. He said, according to the story by Drew Hill in the Daily Memphian. He uses both hands, mid-range God. But then listen to this part of the quote. He uses both hands, mid-range God. And that's what I want to be one day when I'll be able to shoot the ball more. Mm. What does that mean? Mid-range God. He uses both hands, mid-range God. And that's what I want to be one day when I'll be able to shoot the ball more. I'm just going to take it on the surface level and that, does it mean like when I'm shooting better, when I'm a better offensive player, or does it mean when I go somewhere where I'm going to be counted on to be a more integral part of the? Is in other words, was there any? Am I should one read anything into that 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 sentence? Like someday I'm going to be in a place where I'm counted on to shoot the ball more. I mean, I think you most certainly can. I don't think you'd be wrong. I I take it more. Dylan is more like what's going on right now. Right, and, and right now I have to focus on this. Right. And someday I'll be able to shoot the ball right. more, but it's not. It, it, it was not foreshadowing. I'm getting out of Memphis. Correct, or that's how I took it. I should say I'm not. I'm not in the I mind. Think that's of Dylan probably Brooks. right. That's how he. It, it made me when I read the quote though this morning in the Daily Memphian. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Uh, I mean, I definitely. I I don't want to lie. Like I think that's definitely a possibility. 
he does. A, he clearly aspires to shoot the ball more. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, and then, um, and then the other news, of course, last night is that Ja made his return. Sort of, uh, he was there, and as uh, as we acknowledged, as we predicted, uh, he got a warm ovation when he walked into the building. He wasn't introduced, but he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he walked in the building, joined his team, had his daughter, and um, it felt good to see him there. Um, it felt good to see him there. He looked energized too. He looked energized. Yeah. Yeah. I. I it is interesting. Like he's what what they said was that he uh, practiced five on five. He did did five on. He played five on five with bench players basically to get a, a little run in. And as long as his uh, health checks out, he will practice today. And as long as his health checks out, he will play tomorrow. He will be playing with a mask because you recall the broken nose. He had the broken nose uh, that happened right before all of this. Uh, and so he'll evidently be playing with a mask, and the expectation is that he will play tomorrow night against the Houston Rockets. When that happens, he will be greeted with a massive, massive ovation. Uh, and um, I really think, first of all, people like redemption story, right? Yeah, we, we like we like to get behind troubled people who are like seeming to do wanting to do better, in their especially lives. when they're on our team. B, <laughs> they love redemption story. For yes, particularly when it's on your team. Just good to have him back, Jeff. And uh, and and that is uh, and that is absolutely correct. And then and then in addition, we're just over it. Like oh, I definitely think that's a huge part of it. He will. It's funny if you think about. He evidently, I think he has to talk today because if you're doing practice today, you got to be available. And so after practice today, I presume that Ja will talk to the Memphis media, right? That's the expectation, correct? That is the expectation that he will talk today. And although people can roll their eyes at how controlled that interview was with Jalen Rose, which it was 100%, and that it was... PR managed and a production and everything else. That is why you hire uh, crisis management people uh-huh. to manage it. And so he has now, whether you believed in the sincerity or didn't believe in the sincerity or whatever of any of the answers, he has answered after a fashion, all of those questions. And even I am bored with it. We have a short attention span here. That was how many weeks ago was it now? Two and a half, three? I believe the day was March the 4th. So we're kind of, everyone's kind of over it. And we've heard the answers to the questions. And I think you can make an argument that they, in terms of the PR rollout, reintroduction of John Morant, that it was handled about as well as it could be handled. And we'll see what he says today and all of that. But I think at this point, People just want to see him play basketball again. And at this point, in fairness, e- even with the Jalen Rose thing, it is just words. You do want to get a sense of whether there is some genuine contrition. More than contrition, just some genuine recognition that this is not the way he can continue to behave, right? That, that's really it. Yes. Like some genuine recognition that this is not the way he can continue to behave, not just the strip club stuff, but the, 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 you know, going around being an enforcer everywhere around town. Like that is no way that a, you know, man making this kind of dough, the future face of the NBA can behave. And so honestly, it's, it's even less about contrition than about, yeah, I can't, as long as you hear from him, I can't do that any longer. And you believe that he means that, from a Memphis fan perspective, I think that's really all that all that you want to hear is some and for me, it's why the key quote was less I'm sorry or whatever else than we didn't know what the stakes were now we do, basically. Yeah. It was that. And um and so uh, you know, I'm gonna go to the availability today and uh I may well write about it, but 
I'm ready to see him play basketball again and to get on with the matter at hand. And I think most people are. I'm with you completely. The reality is I completely understand why him talking is going to be news and people have to cover it. I get that. I find myself just not really caring just what he's going to say. At this point. Exactly. They're just words. The only thing that beyond the beyond the this general accept you want to know that he that he he understands that he can't do this anymore, and you want to see that there's a change from the defiant job we saw after the Pacers stuff, right? Uh, I'm getting screwed. The world is out to get me. Whatever else, and um, and uh, and you want to move on from that to okay, I, I can't. And so as long as you hear that recognition, because what, what really matters is, of course, what comes next. What really matters right. is is if in a month we hear that he's out at uh, wherever, you know, Corky's because his mother was insulted by, you know, whatever, then right. I'm like, what in the world? Yeah, here we go again. There's, there's nothing really that he's going to say unless it's the world was out to get me. I don't need to change anything. And I don't believe he's going to say that. Uh, there's nothing really I don't think that. That, the, that hinges on the words. Um, it was interesting because there is this also this somewhat hope on the part of Grizzlies fans that as good as Ja was, now that you know he was doing that while carousing in the way that he was carousing, what can he do if he's not carousing in that way? You know, it's like the scene, so much is, like the scene from... The Princess Bride. Mm, of course. You know the scene where they're fencing. The, they're fencing. And he says, you don't know. What you don't know is that I'm not left-handed or I'm really left-handed. They're fencing with, mm. their, with the wrong hand, right? Of course. And, uh, and uh, he said, and he switches hands. Iconic and, scene. And, and then, of course, the other dude, same thing. He says, what you don't know is I also. Yeah, iconic mm. scene. And it turns out that Ja, in some ways, was fencing with, this, uh, with one hand tied behind no his No question. Back, right? And so Dylan Brooks says... You're going to see a different jaw out there who is going to be consistent every single night and is going to give us the energy we need to be the top team in the West. That's Dylan Brooks. You're going to see a different jaw out there who is going to be consistent every single night and is going to give us the energy we need to be the top team in the West. Now, no one's consistent every single night. But do you think that actually comes from a place of we knew what Ja was doing before, and we welcome the idea of Ja, who is not doing that stuff, and so he's going to be a better Ja. Absolutely. That's how I take it. It's kind of amazing to think there could be a better Ja. Yes. More focused Ja. I mean, that's a, that is a scary prospect. Okay, let me ask you this. All right. What is the ceiling for this team? I mean, the ceiling's the NBA Finals. The ceiling, you're not, you're, you, you, you do not believe that the ceiling is an NBA title. I mean, the one good thing about playing in the West is I think the two best teams in the league are Milwaukee and Boston. The great right. thing about being in the and West, you, th- you, don't you only got to play shit, one so of the them. Ceiling, right, the ceiling is not winning the title, but the ceiling is the, ceiling is the Western Conference Finals. You're, I would be surprised if they won a championship this year. Right. Very, I would be very surprised if they won the championship this year. I mean, to be clear, I'll be surprised if they go to the Western Conference Finals just because it's a long way from here to there. Yeah. And uh, what is, they haven't even... been as good as Denver over the course of the season, for example, and we don't know what's going to happen with Steven Adams and all kinds of things. And Brandon Clark is out, and there are issues. But I do believe that far from the crisis that 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 everyone was proclaiming two weeks ago when, when Brandon Clark – gets hurt and Steven Adams gets hurt and Ja is on the sidelines, I think you can, if you wish to, think, you know what? Could have a deep, deep tournament run. It's funny to me because I get, I have, uh, I have various, I have various people, uh, foils who, who write me about different things. Mm. And the, the one guy who writes me, this is a different person than I mentioned. This guy is, uh, uh, he, uh, he's a Tiger fan and not a Grizzly fan. Yes. And so two or three months ago, he said, in two or three months, the Tigers are going to be better than the Grizzlies, blah, blah, blah. And so after the Grizzlies won the conference, after the Tigers won the conference tournament, he immediately texted me and said, see, told you so. Mm-hmm. 
And I write back and I basically say, listen, I, I want them both to do well. So I don't, I don't need to pit them against each other, but you might want to hold off just a little bit and uh, let's see how this goes. I, I like, when was it two weeks ago? I last asked you who is more likely to advance in the postseason, yep. the Tigers or the Grizzlies. And I have believed all along that they're both basically a coin flip. Mm-hmm. And the coin came up tails yep. and you for called heads. the Tigers, and you called heads. And so there, they did not advance. And there was tails literally, literally a week ago, a week ago, you or certainly two weeks ago, you would have said that the Tigers might have a better chance of advancing in the postseason than the Grizzlies. Oh, I think last week you would have said that. Last week you would have said that because you would have assumed they were probably going to be yeah, and here we are. They got the FAU. Tigers are home. Yeah. Like in the end, uh, they were they, the, most of these have. It's been a coin flip for both all along, and it continues to be. I think it's better than a coin flip for the Grizzlies simply because they're going to be home the first series and they're damn good at home. Yes, and so I've always thought, in fact, that the better chance of advancing slightly was the Grizzlies, but they're both. I I got no idea. And now all I know is one of them sitting at home, and and the one that does have a better chance of advancing at this point is the Grizzlies. Um, all right, today on the show we have Chris Harrington, straight up ten o'clock. We'll get his thoughts on all of this. Fish on Friday, on Tuesday. That is coming up after Chris Harrington. Before that, I will tell you this would be a good time to get to Bounty on Broad. I'm looking at the menu right in front of me here. They got the fried oysters. I always start with the fried oysters. But, you know, there are things I never mention. There's charred asparagus, if, if, if that floats your boat. There's, they have bounty hummus, which is, uh, which is I, hummus is delicious. I like hummus. Uh, they got the Brussels, best Brussels in the city, of course. They got the pork shank, which I love. I always talk about that. The Angus rib steak. Uh, which comes with English Stilton butter. Whenever you start with a rib steak and then you've got stilt English Stilton butter, not sure what that is exactly, but I know it's butter. Uh, that that'll be fantastic. You got the scallops on there. It's a beautiful restaurant. Uh, dark chocolate sea salt souffle for dessert. I'm sticking with that. Uh, it's Bounty on Broad, right there on Broad Avenue. Four one zero eight one three one four one zero. 8131-2519 Broad Avenue. Back in a minute, it is the Jeff Cawkin Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. There's still three weeks left in the NBA season to get in on some recent trends. Trends! One I like a lot involves the Brooklyn Nets. Since the trade deadline, the Nets have been 11-6 to the under, including 7-2 in their last nine games. Without KD and Kyrie, this team has to rely on team defense, and they've been really good at keeping teams below their season average. So take those Nets unders for the rest of the season, and that would be a good bet. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot There's no better time to hit the court for some exciting college basketball action. Download the BetMGM app today and bet during the wildest month of the year with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 years or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for a full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling 
telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bed sheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi. Yeah. In the meantime, can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place? Sorry, baby. Date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet and Xfinity mobile for just $50 a month for two years during our Xfinity 10G network launch celebration. Now through March 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary. Cards issue by Celtic Bank member FDIC. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 3.5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P.com slash sports. Come celebrate the savings with Gossett Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat on the Pike. It's Ram Truck Month and the Jeep Celebration Event, so we're ready to rock. 2022 Jeep Renegade, 5000 off. 2022 Dodge Charger, 6000 off. And 2023 Grand Cherokee El Laredo with third row seating, 7000 off. Plus 2022 Fiat 500X, $4,000 off. Gossett Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Fiat on the Pike says you won't find a better deal anywhere else. And if we don't have it, Gossett will order it today. So drive past the rest and come to the best at Gossett on the Pike or shop online at GossettMotorCars.net. If you want it, we got it at Gossett Motorcars. Fiat 500X, MP980-268, MSRP 30,950, Renegade, MP95-921, MSRP 3261941, MSRP 35640, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than your bounty. The quicker picker upper. Ray Maliotza here for eBay Motors. So you ordered a new air filter for your car. You try to install it, but it doesn't fit. So you take a little bit off the sides. What still doesn't fit? Well, you could try to sit on it. Or get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. Air filters, brakes, headlights, over 122 million parts. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you shopping for a new watch, an engagement ring, or any kind of jewelry at all? Then come shop where the Grizzlies and former University of Memphis Tiger great shop, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis. Platinum Jewelers has a big selection of earrings, stackable rings, luxury watches, necklaces, bracelets, really whatever you need. We do custom jewelry and are located at 9387 Poplar Avenue next to Fresh Market in Germantown. So if you need anything jewelry related, come see Platinum Jewelers. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more. If you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or the website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game from tons of bet types, including team and player props. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and you'll get up to $25 back in bonus bets if you miss one leg. Make a bold pick on your next parlay with BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling sport, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does too. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to Refunds.com to get started, and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll to during COVID-19. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and they may be able to help your business too. There's no upfront charge either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based on incomplete or outdated information. So don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited time. Go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Pike on 92.9 FM ESPN. Warmer, warmer today. A little better today. Winter blues almost behind us. And uh, it's time to get out of the house and be more active. It all sounds great until you realize your achy joints don't agree. Time to do something about that. It is QC Kinetics, nation's leader in regenerative medicine. Stop with the steroids. Stop with the possible surgery chatter. There's a better way to get lasting relief. Regenerative medicine, here's what they do. They use healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, Place directly into your achy joint, can re- restore and repair damaged tissue and get you moving again without pain. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, hip pain. Patient satisfaction reports unbelievable. No downtime. And here's the thing: consultation is free with a medical professional. Local consultation, local consultation with a medical professional. You've literally nothing to lose. It is QC Kinetics. 901-445-1010. It is 901-445-1010. 10. Um, all right, let's uh, let's play a little Believe It or Not. Now it's time for Believe It. Believe, believe I don't even know if I believe. Now I'm a believer. Or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Calkins Show. The national media is uh, has moved on from Ja. Believe it or not. Uh, let's get, I go straight to the evidence. Let's go to the latest from Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. So when you say latest, this was from, let me directly. So this was from 829 this morning. So roughly about an hour and 20 minutes ago. Okay. Hour and thirteen. Pretty recent. Ago. Pretty recent. Correct. Wasn't a week ago. Correct. It was today. It was today. I quote from the real Skip Bayless on Twitter: After last night's Memphis game, John Morant interrupted a teammate's on-court interview to quote a rap lyric from a song about gun violence. We react now on Undisputed. Oh my freaking god! I do think it's the part of the calendar. This like, is the, so this is the Santi in an on-court interview. That he did with Fish yesterday. That the Grizzlies do night. what they do, and they, whatever. And, I mean, this is insane. It is, it is, here's the problem. 
if I if if I'm Jaw and I'm thinking, the problem is is illegitimate criticism, based on nothing but desire to hype ratings and get eyeballs. Correct. Makes you then dismiss all criticism and all construct. You know, like all like if if I'm getting. If I am getting criticized for ducking my head and to support my teammate in that, which is what they do in the on-card interviews, and all of a sudden Skip Bayless is turning that into a reason to, uh, we'll discuss next, Donna. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just think everyone then then it, it does feel like everyone's just out to get me because that's just garbage. I agree with you on that. It's why I also though believe it is very important to get some outside voices in the John Morant circle. I do think... Someone should say that's freaking Skip Bayless. Correct. He goes, he's been going after whole... He's but going after also, LeBron is in ridiculous fashion his, for the last decade. But you do also need someone that... Say, if they do, if is, they do offer criticism, that you don't just sit there and go, well, you're just like everyone differentiate else. Differentiate between the, right. the, the garbage and the... Because that's total garbage. Total garbage. 100%. He's been... <sighs> According to Twitter, he's been doing this all year. This is all he's been quoting all year. <sighs> all right. Um, you fear the Dallas Mavericks. Believe it or not. Um, No, I do not fear no, the Mavericks. I, I, I say that because Anthony Sane tweeted that we are overhyping. First of all, I... It was a, as you know. It was a mischaracterization of what know, we said. As you know, big Anthony Saint fan, right? Avid listener. Uh, every time he's on with J- Jason and John, grind season podcast. Download but my, now. The point we were making wasn't that I'm terrified of what Dallas would be as a matchup in the playoffs. The point was when you're watching one team without Luca and one team without Ja, it's hard to know exactly what it will look like. Is this a test? When yeah, is this a this isn't this in no way resembles what the game will actually look like. In the any more than if they were playing, you know, uh, if Denver without play- Jokic, Murray, yeah, whatever. Pick if you were playing any, t- yeah, without their best player, it doesn't resemble what it looked like. Doesn't mean the Grizzlies wouldn't be favored. Doesn't mean the Grizzlies couldn't handle it. I'm just saying it's weird to be coming down to the crunch time of a season and have every game look like a freaking preseason game, right? You know, being decided by but- Santi Aldama and you know. It's been, I think, the biggest theme of the year is trying to determine what is the value of the What is real season. and what is, yeah. And therefore, who is good. Right. I mean, it's funny. Like, we often say that the that in college basketball, the regular season doesn't mean anything. But at least it means seeding. And you do really have a better chance of advancing as a one or two seed than as a, you know, eight or nine seed. So. Well, and just in general, like, college ba- like. Everyone usually plays it full. The available players play in a college basketball game. The, the available players do play in a college basketball game. Um, all right. Uh, that loss to Florida Atlantic destroyed the momentum of the Memphis Tiger basketball program. Believe it or not. I do not believe that. What I do think it took away was I think Penny Hardaway did a really good job this year of Many of the arguments against him, mm-hmm. he largely silenced. And this was an opportunity to go to the Sweet 16 even beyond. And if you get that, then there's no criticism. So I think it, 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 it is more, again, it was more lost opportunity. Correct. I, I don't believe it destroyed momentum because momentum in college basketball is as good as next year's roster. Look at and what the roster, was last year and this year. Yeah. Right, right, and the roster can be totally remade. Yeah. Over, so I'll tell you about next year's momentum will depend on what he does in the portal. That's what, that's what matters in terms of whether the momentum will be destroyed or maintained. But you're exactly right. There was a huge opportunity to say, look at this. Now that it's finally, you know, one year goes to the tournament and gets a win. The next year goes to the tournament and gets a sweet 16. Look at look at what is happening under Penny Hardaway at Memphis. Right. Whereas now, if they're struggling halfway through the season next year, let's just hypothesize, Jeff Goodman's going to say, oh, I don't know why they're putting one up tournament Penny Hardaway win in Memphis. six years. Right, exactly. Like, and it, whereas there's 100%, it was an opportunity to create dramatically more momentum, I think. And certainly the perception of building, and instead, 
it, it you're exactly right. It, it, so, no, I don't think it destroyed momentum. Momentum will be maintained depending on what they do in the portal. But I do think it was a vast opportunity lost in terms of, uh, in terms of There's no question on that. building on this. I suppose, though, I would look at it this way. I think this is going to be the easiest set of circumstances for Penny Hardaway to recruit under that he's had since the Wiseman class. 100%. Not only, not only is the IARP stuff gone, so you don't have to worry about Done. not making the tournament, you also can point to Kendrick. And by the way, if you, if you say call Kendrick and see what he has to say, he'll, he'll talk about how transformative this was. Now, I don't know that anyone, that people in the portal care about that as much as they do about the dollar signs on their NIL deal. But if you're looking for an example of how it can work, if you are, tra- if you are transferring to Memphis, here Penny can point to any number of guys and say this is how it can work, but certainly Kendrick, chief among them. And also, like to your point, I do think the – by and large, the most significant motivator in the portal or in, in recruiting is the dollar sign. But oftentimes what happens is the dollar sign is usually about the same for everyone. Right. And so what's the differentiation? Uh, Nick Saban took a shot at Nate Oates in Alabama basketball. Believe it or not. I do believe this. You do believe it. Tell think people this is, the circumstances of what, what was, what was, what's happening here before so, we play the clip. Alabama has started spring practice, and this appeared to be the the start of spring practice press conference. Mm-hmm. Everyone usually in the SEC, like they do like a big 30-minute, here's what we're beginning, and Nick Saban announced that there was a player on his team suspended. And here was the announcement that he made yesterday. Tony Mitchell has been suspended from the team on all team activities until we gather more information about the situation and what his legal circumstance is. And, um, you know, I mean, guys, everybody's got an opportunity to make choices and decisions. There's no such thing in being at the wrong place at the wrong time. You got to be responsible for who you're with, who you're around, and what you do, who you associate yourself with, and uh, the situations that you put yourself in. So, um, it is what it is, but uh, there is, you know, cause and effect when you make, you know, choices and decisions that uh, put you in bad situations. Good God, man. There is no way that is an accident. There I is no yeah. flipping way that he uses the phrase, there is no such thing as wrong place, wrong time, when that is the exact phrase that has been, that, 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 that NATO's used, that it was widely widely mocked there is no way that nick saban uses that accidentally i would argue in the whole brandon miller situation even if you're someone that knows like i i know that there was a murder he wasn't the guy that pulled the trigger everyone has heard wrong place wrong time like that's Every, the most yeah, yes. well the clip that emerged was yes. wrong place wrong time nick saban does not stumble into saying that yes and the truth of the matter is now that i think about it it strikes me that this, if I'm Nick Saban, this is probably what I'm thinking. I'm the sports department here. Yes. I'm the university here. I am, and you have brought my university, because I'm lumped in with this garbage that you've been doing by not holding your player accountable. Yes. It's all anyone talks about when they talk about Alabama, and my program is being stained because of your failure to make a player responsible for the stupid choices that he made. Yes. Isn't that what's happening here? Yeah, I think this is, hey, buddy, remember who the king is. A hundred percent. And we have standards even if you don't. You're right. Going, yeah. I a hundred percent believe that. There is no way that's an accident. No. I, also, Nick Saban's like one of the, the most, most polished. Yes. intentional, deliberate Everything he says is carefully. We don't have cl- clips of Saban just making gaff after gaff after gaff. Like <sighs> he's right, man. Yeah, it, it, it is. Again, I'm not saying that Brandon Miller, depending on how they handled that, that he should not have been ultimately playing in the NCAA tournament. I'm saying he should have been suspended right away because he was, he was involved in a, even if as a 
witness or whatever. He was involved in some way in a murder. And let's get to the bottom of it. Make sure he is 100% not involved. And once we understand the level of the involvement or non-involvement, we will make a full transparent disclosure to the media, to the fans, et cetera, about why we have decided that this young man should be playing. If had they done that, as opposed to just sticking your head in the sand, it would not be what it is, which is a bloodstained possible national championship for Alabama. Just is. Crimson stain. Crimson stained. There you uh, go, you are, uh, You are into the World Baseball Classic. Believe it or not. USA. I- USA. USA. Tonight, right? It's tonight, USA versus Japan. Correct. So Japan. Walk off yesterday, Japan 6-5 over Mexico, evidently, from what I hear. I confess I was watching the Grizzlies. Uh, uh, a thrilling, thrilling game between uh, Japan and Mexico. It was a walk-off, yes. Mexico, walk-off double. Correct. So, define into it. I've been watching. You have been. Now, and it's been great? Um... It's tougher to say that it's been great because, like, our best pitchers aren't even participating. Now, our lineup's really good. Like, we do have, for the most part, our best hitters and position players, they're playing, largely. It is very obvious to me that other countries care about it more, way more than we do. Like, you watch the Latin American teams, like, this is a massive deal. The scenes have been great. The... Stadiums. Well, and tonight you could have Shohei Otani. He said he's he may pitch, and he could be pitching against Mike Trout. Well, and the best part is, you know, imagine if they just played on the same team. <laughs> what could they do? How could they be so freaking awful? It's my biggest problem with Trout. How could they be so I know Trout is great. Awful. How can he just always play on losers? Um, but, yes, I am, I am into it, and obviously it affects our patriotism tonight. It does 100% affect our patriotism uh, tonight and uh, finally, this Lamar thing is going to go on for months. Believe it or not. So when does a decision have to be made? I don't don't think. So Lamar Jackson. The, the the problem is is that the the tag has been put on him, and and so he's supposedly fielding offers from other teams. Unclear that any other teams have made offers. He doesn't. There's no agent involved, so to be sort of managing this, Baltimore in the meantime can't like go sign free agents. They they've signed some fringe free agents, re-signed their own players. Right, but they stuff. don't. Yes, this is a massive chunk of money, and they they, they can't. And they're, they're just tied up. And so what's interesting is you got Lamar. What the hell's going to happen with him? Yep. And then you've also got Rogers, like. The, in, a, in a stalemate. In this, totally in a stalemate. When, when's that going to end, too? Like, because you have two two staring contests going on here. Um, and because who's where is the leverage there? Do the Jets have to cough up a first-round pick? Or do the does Green Bay have to ultimately get rid of him? The belief is that Rodgers went on to McAfee because it was at a stalemate, and that was his way of putting it out there. The pack- yes, but it doesn't seem to be working. It's it, No, it doesn't. Now, the other thought, though, is some of the compensation could come in the draft. Well, yeah. Well, yes, well, they can give up the draft picks right now, but they don't want to. I mean, Like, it's funny. Mel Kuyper has a new mock out today. You'll yeah. be glad to know. And in that mock, he has the Jets making their pick, but he says this pick um, could very well go to Green Bay. Yes. It, I didn't realize it was contemplated that they really would give up a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers, but, but um, it's obviously what they want. I suspect, in the end, the Jets are just going to want to get this done. And they're going to give up the first. Right. That is my guess. I hope so. And I think that's why you're seeing the Packers saying, we don't have to do this right now. Uh, Rick Patino is going to hit it out of the park at St. John's. Believe it or not. Has Rick Patino lost anywhere? I don't think so. So we had yesterday, we had Rick Pitino, uh, that, that's happening, and Ed Cooley to Georgetown. That surprised you? It surprised me a little bit, but after talking with Mark, and he has more of an understanding, 
like Ed Cooley's daughter went to Georgetown, even though he's a Providence guy, like he is, he has coveted this job. And so it surprised me only in the sense of like, man, is that just feels like a job that are we really certain? Like it's like, you, you can't lose there. But at the same time, if that's, if that's if, the if you type can of resurrect jo- Georgetown, yes. Georgetown means something. And I, it, I, it seems likely to me that Georgetown could pay more than Providence could have. And like in the end, I get it. Would I have done it? Probably not. But at the same time, like I get it. All right. <laughs> uh, excuse me. We've got uh, Chris Harrington coming up and then Fish on Friday on Tuesday coming up. Big second hour. It is the Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Tell us about your shopping experience at James Gaddis Jewelers. A five-star experience through the whole process of buying an engagement ring at James Gaddis Jewelers.